0: What's up, everyone? It's me, AJ, and you're listening to Housewives Happy Hour with AJ. Welcome back everyone to Housewives Happy Hour. Um, Happy New Year. I know it's been <laughs> quite a while since I've last posted a podcast, and I just wanted to wish everyone a happy new year, and um hopefully we have a good 2023, and I am shifting up the style of my podcast for 2023. It is a new year. Um, so without further ado, I'd like to introduce you guys to my guest for the first episode of season three of Housewives Happy Hour with AJ. So if you couldn't already tell by the title of this podcast, um, if you've been watching Below Deck Adventure, the new Below Deck, like I have been, um, which I will say I've been enjoying. I mean, it's kind of nice to be the dynamic of a a cold water environment, cold weather environment, I should say. And um, I've really enjoyed getting to know the new cast and um, my first guest of 2023. I had a great experience with her at BravoCon, she was just so sweet, we shared a, a lovely conversation, and um, and this is at a time where nobody knew really who she was, um, and who any of the cast was really, because the show hadn't premiered yet. And so I had a great conversation with her, we kept in touch, and I was so thrilled to have her be my first guest for 2023 Season 3 of Housewives Happy Hour. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome you, Oriana from Below Deck Adventure! Alright, so let's dive in. Um, So we're almost done with the season and I want to know, like, how have you felt seeing it all unfold? Is it strange in any way?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's definitely kind of nostalgic to see it all unfolding the way it is. And, you know, obviously, the way that I saw the season kind of from my perspective is very different than some of the other cast. Um, has and you know is being shown on the show as well so it's been kind of a whirlwind to you know learn everybody's different opinions and kind of understand how they feel Um, and it's really sad that it's almost over you know I'm bummed I was having a great time watching it Um, I love kind of seeing it being played back you know I definitely do miss working with everyone Um, but it's kind of been yeah for lack of a better word a clusterfuck trying to figure out like oh my god they like Faye thought you know saw it from this perspective or I can't believe you know Casey and Jess said this, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and sometimes I'm like, oh my God, that's so upsetting. That's so cringy. Um, so definitely, definitely a weird, weird thing to watch and watch back.
0: Right. And you're watching it all unfold just like we are. So um, I can exactly.
1: imagine. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> have you watched any of the other franchises prior to joining or?
1: Yeah. So I've watched Blowdeck Original. Um, you know, I started yachting in 2016, um, end of 2016. And it was always kind of something that I'd see here and there, and it was always been on my radar as well. Um, I love below deck med, and I've just started to get into below deck sailing yacht too. Um, So I am a fan of the franchise. I think it's awesome um, to kind of get a look into the industry.
0: That way, I love that. And had you had any run-ins with like anybody who has been on the show? Like, has anybody given you any advice?
1: Yeah, it's actually really funny since being on the show, or at least being announced as cast, I've had lots of different cast members reach out to me. We've grabbed drinks um, or, you know, kind of planned different events together. So, you know, across the different franchises, mostly, I think, original and Mediterranean, Um, I've started to develop some really great friendships with um, different cast on both of those. So I'm actually heading down to Florida um, and going to be meeting up with some of them um, over the next week
0: um do you have like a favorite chief stew that you've seen on the show that you're just like you know I rock with them I don't don't know if that makes sense but
1: no totally totally I mean I definitely really look up to Kate um I think she's you know just the icon of Below Deck (laughs) um (laughs) and you know she's so funny and so witty and no it also doesn't take herself too seriously and is able to kind of admit you know when she does make a mistake or when she yeah like know messes up in front of the guests or anything like that so I think just her balance of really knowing how to own her position but also just having fun with it and bringing like a different unique perspective to things um she's just very refreshing and unusual um as a character and and a person
0: definitely I agree um so speaking of cheese twos um so Faye (laughs) she's a bit different than what we're used to seeing or at least for me I'm I'm not used to seeing her type of chief stew on a below deck show. So I want to know yeah. like what your thoughts are on her style of leadership uh, because you've been a chief stew before, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Great question. Um, I mean, Faye is a near and dear friend to me. I was just speaking with her on WhatsApp yesterday. Um, as a person, I, I really love her. And as a chief stew, I, I do respect her. Um, her style is a little bit different than what I was used to and what I was trained on uh, as well as kind of how I like to conduct the interior. Um, But, you know, throughout the season, I kind of grew to understand the way that she ran things and really came to kind of love working with her. Um, But there's definitely some things, you know, in particular, I think communication is something that was really difficult for me to kind of adjust to. Um, I'm someone who really prefers to, you know, have the the hard discussions with my crew if there's something that's bothering me. Um, So kind of seeing that unfold, you know, definitely like her conversations with Casey about the whole at gate which I think you know we're all tired of hearing about Mm -hmm. um (laughs) once once I sort of realized that that's what was going on um that I wasn't aware of I I do wish that kind of she was able to be more forthcoming there um I think we could have squashed that and just moved on
0: yeah I mean it was it was definitely funny to watch that um I would say something that stuck (laughs) out for me was um I, I felt like um and correct me if I'm wrong but I felt like she relied a lot on The deck team um, for a lot of different things, is that something that is normal for you as well? Like do you guys always rely so much on the deck team or were they just not carrying their weight in a sense or
1: yeah, I mean, I tend to ensure that, you know, we can handle things within our department. I don't necessarily think that it's right to rely necessarily on another department. It's awesome if they're able to help, but I think that we could have accomplished a lot more with much more, you know, clear organization um, within the interior. Um, so it, yeah, I mean, I get it, you know, it's great to get help. Um, but I I don't think it should have been that big of a issue, um, that was like, so kind of confrontational throughout the season as well.
0: Right. And then also I think the decision for the hair being down was kind of questionable as well. Like I was kind of like, you know, for somebody that's serving food on a yacht, I, I feel like I always usually see people with their hair up and that's just me as a viewer, but I don't know, is that something that's like that was um uh, original to Faye, or have you also had that on other boats or
1: no? I mean, you know, hair up is common in all all hospitality, right? When you're dealing with food, put it up. Um, it was definitely interesting because there was a big emphasis on you know being done up and having your makeup a certain way and your appearance, um, which I think you know probably caused a little bit of confusion, at least it did for me. Uh, in terms of like how we're supposed to be presented or, you know, be put together at certain occasions. Um, right. But, you know, at least I can only speak for myself in this, but I definitely should have had my hair up and just been proactive in that because, you know, I, I do know that is something that you need to do when you're kind of around and serving food. Um That probably would have prevented a lot of a lot of the drama with the hair (laughs)
0: totally (laughs) yeah um so also what we're beginning to see now is well I kind of like to know where you felt it went wrong with Jess because I feel like she had this good start and now we're starting to see her kind of crack under pressure towards the end of the season and I don't know if it's just that she's stressed out or if she just um doesn't get along with you guys or what was going on behind the scenes with that was it mostly just the stress of the filming or I, I, I don't know what's your thoughts
1: yeah, I mean, it, it really was an interesting thing to kind of be part of and to witness, um, because you know, Jess was a very strong personality, um, and she does really care a lot about you know putting together fantastic meals for the guests. But I think that sometimes yachting just isn't really you know right for everybody. Um, there was, it was a very high pressure situation, and I think just you know as time went on, um, it, it made it made it started to affect her. Um, it was really hard to deal with at a lot of times, you know, I definitely was like the, the um, like brand of a lot of her anger. Um, and it's something that I'm not really used to, um, that aggressively from chefs. Um, but I I do think from the interior, we probably could have supported her like over, you know, communicated more to her to kind of alleviate some of that anxiety that I think, you know, was really at the cause of her outbursts. Um, but it, it was upsetting, especially to kind of see somebody with such experience kind of, have that attitude, um, towards us as, as crew and, you know, her approach.
0: Yeah. Um, and have you talked to her at all or like reflected with her on the season at all or no?
1: I haven't. Um, I haven't really stayed in contact with her, um, since the season's over. Um, but if I do run into her, you know, I'd love to kind of make sure she's all right and and chat to her.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, so, (laughs) Switching gears a little bit, um, you you've worked with Casey before, so yes. uh, so I want I want to hear it from you. I, I you have to explain this accent to me because is this something that has <laughs> also been on other boats or was this kind of new and you were confused by it? Like I want to know your thoughts.
1: Yeah, I mean I, I don't know, man. <laughs> like it was de- definitely something that was kind of amusing, um, but then it persisted, right? Like I thought she was kind of just being funny or you know it sometimes happens to me even when I'm talking to somebody with an accent you kind of pick up certain tones um but it she kept it going so it wasn't something that I was aware of when I worked with her before um so yeah I mean I, I have no idea where it came from or, or why she's keeping it going but <laughs> it's definitely it was amusing
0: it yeah amusing is one word for it um <laughs> so um you had um heather gay aboard uh with your with your crew and she's you know getting some backlash on salt lake city over you know whatever that's been going on and um you know for all the Housewives fans out there tell us what she was like um because we want to know um was she one of those clients or i don't know what do you call it clients or charter guests was she one of those charter charter guests that um was really annoying to take care of or were they sweet you know what was your thoughts on them
1: Yeah, no, I mean, she was honestly so sweet. She has such like a big, fun, energetic personality. I was very intimidated the second she stepped on board and I was just like, holy shit, this is going to be the charter from hell. It's going to be so, you know, high maintenance. I'm not going to know what to do. And this is where we're going to really get our asses kicked. Um, But it turned out that she was absolutely lovely. She was, you know, just really fun to talk with and really easy to kind of work for. Um, and we as a crew have actually stayed in contact with her and her charter um, guests since then as well. Um, so it's kind of developed into more of, you know, an authentic friendship. Um, so yeah, I really do have a lot of respect for her and I, I loved working for her.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's good to hear. Cause I feel like if she would have left like a bad tip, like, you know, like it would have been really awkward, you know, <laughs>
1: <laughs> totally, totally. in the
0: community. So that's good. Um, <laughs> so um, you and I, we met at BravoCon um, and you and yeah. Carrie were just so nice and I like, 100% enjoyed sitting. I, every time somebody asked me about my BravoCon experience, I'm like, um, the favorite, most favorite people I met were you and Captain Carrie. Like you guys were just Aww. so sweet. Um, and we kept in touch, which was great. So um, I want to know what your experience was like there being new to the Bravo world and all, because it had to be a little overwhelming, but also exhilarating. So tell me about it.
1: Yeah, I enjoyed that time so much. I remember sitting on that like little couch area with you and just chatting and it was really, mm-hmm. really cool. So it was very memorable for me as well. Um, BravoCon was absolutely a whirlwind. You know, I came as Carrie's guest um, and I was in the city. I'm from, you know, the New England area. So I'm I'm in New York a lot. Um, And I was able to kind of just come and shadow him around and really see what it was like. Um, And it was so funny to kind of see all these people that, you know, I watch on TV in real life. I almost was starstruck, (laughs) um, you know, at certain moments. Um, but it it was really great to also kind of meet the different below deck captains um and cast and see kind of how big of a community Bravo has. Um it was, you know, a massive stadium that this was taking place in. And it was really awesome um to kind of feel like I was a little bit part of that.
0: Yeah, for sure. And it, I mean, I don't know if you can agree, but it was like a city. Like I felt like I was in a t- yeah. like a Bravo city. I it mean- was massive. <laughs> Walking around with all the fans and then also just the Bravo Liberties. I thought it was like in like Disneyland or something like that, you know?
1: I think that's a perfect way of describing it. It was, yeah, it was wild.
0: Right. Um, so out of all the captains on Below Deck, other than Carrie, who do you feel like you'd work best with given all their different leadership styles?
1: Yeah. Um. I mean, I really look up to Captain Sandy, Um. you know, even before I've met her and was able to go on Watch What Happens Live with her. Um, I just think that she's such a pioneer um, for the industry. I really respect her, you know, firm leadership um, and also what she's doing, you know, for women kind of in, you know, leadership roles um, within yachting. It's a very, you know, male dominated industry um, and it's slowly evolving to be more inclusive. And I think yeah. that she has a really big part in that. Um, so, I, yeah, she's just a great person. She's, you know, really been there when I've been anxious about certain things or having questions about kind of how do you deal with, you know this new world that we're stepping into, um, after being on the show. Um, so I, I would love the opportunity to work with her in the future.
0: I love that. Well, um, Oriana, I want to thank you for taking the time to chat with me and to ring in season three of my pod. Um, Yay! I'm, I'm so ex-
1: excited. Yeah.
0: I'm, I'm so glad that, um, you know, we were able to connect again and, um, I have to leave you with one final question. Um, okay. would you return to the show if asked, um, for another season of Below Deck Adventure?
1: Ooh, great question. Um and there's definitely days where I'm like what did I do? This is so, you know, a hard to deal with. <laughs> um, I'm so embarrassed by like what I've done. Um but at the end of the day, absolutely. I love being part of the Bravo community. Um I've learned an absolute ton from being on season 1 about myself, about the way that I communicate with different crew, um and about kind of how you know, I Am I think vulnerable in a lot of ways, but I think that I could be a lot more open about you know my perception perception of things um, and explain kind of my side of the story um, probably much better than I did on season one. Um, so I would love to come back, you know, have more fun, bring more laughs, add to the adventure. Um, so yeah, who knows what the future will hold.
0: I love it, and I'll leave it at that. Well, um, thanks again for joining, um, and I hopefully I get to talk to you soon.
1: Absolutely. Hopefully we'll connect in California.
0: Well, my friends, we have reached the end of this podcast and I hope you enjoyed it. Um, just reflecting on my conversation with Oriana, um, I really do hope she gets brought back and I would like to see her as a chief stew. I think that would be really interesting. Overall, I really liked the new season of Blow Deck Adventure. I think um, we just need to give it a little bit more... Um, you know, I think it deserves another chance. And so I really hope that it does come back and, um, and yeah, I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Oriana. Um, so thank you guys so much for tuning in and I will talk to you all soon. Thank you all so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe so you know when I drop a new episode. Follow me on Instagram at Housewives Happy Hour for updates on the podcast and the latest news regarding all things Housewives. Until next time, this was Housewives Happy Hour with AJ.